Welcome to another edition of Birds of a Feather. This is your girl, AJ, the Suburban Princess. Hearing all these trade rumors already, all these Twitter trolls and Twitter couch uh, coaches, should I say, everyone seems to want all these names that are floating, which aren't even officially floating, but they seemed like tantalizing ideas um, a week ago before the Eagles played so well Thursday night. But honestly, let's be real. The one thing that we're worried about the most at this point is to keep Carson standing up and not getting sacked 20,000 times for the rest of the season. So they need some O-line help. It would be really nice if they could find an O-line or a guard or a tackle or something for Lane Johnson and Jason Peters um, already coming up lame so early in the season. So, But the reality of the situation is those are never really um, options at this point unless something happens with some major team that has no more room for an OL. But at this point now, I've seen tons of names. The LaShawn McCoy thing started last week once um, uh, the Eagles looked like they weren't going to win Thursday night if they couldn't get their uh, running back situation together because, you know, Sproles wasn't playing, hasn't been playing since week one, um, and it was just Corey and um, Wendell, and honestly, that turned out to be fine. Um, yeah, it may not pack a powerful punch, but Corey always gets the job done when he is in there, and, and even if when they're doing bad, he tries to do what he can. Um I really honestly think at this point the Eagles really just need to focus on maintaining consecutive wins, whether they get anybody in here in time to sign or if they could use some help because Jacksonville lost today. And I don't know how they lost to the Cowboys 40-7, to but I took a long nap and apparently I missed a lot of meltdowns today. So the NFC East, once again, is looking wide open, but yet the Cowboys are tied 3-3 three and three, just like the Eagles are, which means the Cowboys are going to be this annoying, annoying thorn in the Eagles' side for most of the season because they're going to be constantly knocking on the door. Giants are no longer a factor. It seems like they take themselves out mentally. Uh, week by week. And then the Redskins today had a very convincing win against Cam and the boys and the Panthers who are playing the Eagles next Sunday. And we're hoping that we don't see the same Cam that comes back with a fierceness uh, here in Philadelphia. We're hoping we can kind of just slam them down just like uh, the Giants did two weeks ago. And it's funny how week to week league changes literally every day. Um, it seems like the teams that are supposed to win today didn't win. Um, there were a lot of shocking upsets. I don't know how Miami <laughs> ended up coming back on, uh, I forget who they were playing, but I th- I just woke up and saw the highlight of the the kicker kicking and the other team had lost their kicker, um, missed the goal. Actually, I think it was, the, was it the Texans? Well, the Texans did lose and that shocked me too because I thought by now Deshaun Watson was kind of igniting a spark on that team, but as you can tell, I'm still a little foggy. I had a long day. I was actually doing a, a walk today, and then overall, in general, I feel a little sleepy because the whole weekend kind of blew by because I had to get up so early doing other things. So I'm not really sound on all my games today, but the bottom line is there are rumors out there. Someone's throwing out now Patrick Peterson, the cornerback from Arizona Cardinals. Um, and at this point, you know, Arizona isn't going anywhere, and Lord knows, I mean, as much as Darby and Mills had stepped up so much on Thursday, we don't know if that's fool's gold because they never consistently could stop anybody from the end zone. So it looks like there might be an option to get Patrick Peterson, which is fine, but it seems to be the issues of what Howie and the team can give up. And, you know, second rounders, first rounders, either way, I think that anytime they do a trade, they got to involve Foles in it because... You figure we have to kind of sell our souls just to get back a decent player since Howie's up against the salary cap. 
So, and at this point now, everybody on Twitter seems to have an opinion about every freaking player. Um, David Johnson was thrown out there, but I don't even know if the Eagles even looked into him. There just seems to be a lot of options that everybody thinks now because it's almost week seven uh, that could possibly walk up in here and end up in the Eagles uniform before the bye. So if something does happen, I guarantee you it's not going to be a player everybody thought about. And it's probably going to be somebody who has a a role player issue. I mean, a role player uh, position, because at this point, all I could do is think back to when the Eagles went to the uh, Super Bowl in 2005 and uh, they got Dorsey Levins, you know, who was pretty much on the outskirts of retirement. And he ended up being very serviceable to get the Eagles there. So if it's not a big name, but they do the job, I'm all for it. You know, I, I'm i not really well versed on draft picks and whether or not that's an issue for the Eagles. But I know for sure if you get a role player in here to fill in the blanks instead of hoping and praying the Le'Veon Bell thing will happen, that's fine. At this point, you can't get any flashy names at this point in the season, knowing that a lot of teams are pretty much trying to solidify their uh, place in their divisions. So they're either going to keep them or they're, they're going to let them go. And some of the players that get let go, you kind of wonder why. Now, mind you, the Raiders have imploded. <laughs> they just played today against the Seahawks in London, and the Seahawks pretty much ran all over them. I think John Gruden made a high mistake of coming back as a coach unless he really anticipated he can adjust to the new way coaches coach now and it seems like he wants to bring it back to what he knew and you know that was almost over 30 years ago so if he can't seem to move with the way the flow of the NFL is going as a coach then maybe they made the wrong pick maybe they made a hundred million dollar mistake which is highly likely I think it was very embarrassing to watch the Dallas Cowboys uh, celebrate with Conor McGregor, who just got his ass whooped, and and them trying to think and like it's just the Million Dollar Boys. Yeah, you know what? The Billion Dollar Boys Club is overrated. If your team is a bunch of overpaid, lazy, nasty thugs <laughs> hitting under the the cape of Jerry Jones, I mean, there's really nothing any successful uh, franchise can say at this point about the Cowboys, other than that they may look shiny on the outside, but it's a whole lot of dirt and shallow crap inside. At least with the Eagles, I think we have character, but the problem is we overestimate, we underestimate ourselves and we shoot ourselves in the foot. And so I'm praying that after this Thursday night, the Eagles will look refreshed and get back to fundamentals so that every week can look like a quality win as opposed to they just got lucky or the other team must not have a good day. We want them to get back to looking like a convincing championship team. And, you know, when you put in new faces and stuff, you know, it does make a difference. And then when you have old vets like Chris Long and Jason Peters looking a little long in the tooth, you know, you're going to kind of suffer some losses because if they can't hold up their end due to just age and their bodies, then what are you going to do? You just pray that the depth they do have on defense will make up for whatever the offense lacks in terms of their depth. Obviously, you know, Vitae is going to be in there at some point um, off and on with Jason Peters. So it looks like there's just going to be a constant dance between these two players for most of the year. As long as they keep Carson limited to like one or two sacks a game, I'm good. I don't want to see him on his back all the time. But this whole weekend so far has just been to see what the Eagles have going against them. And at this point, they're going right against the Panthers, who if they'd have won today, I would have felt more confident because then they wouldn't have a... A chip on their shoulder coming to Philly but I feel like every team that comes to Philly now hates coming to Philly so they just automatically play bad and then when they go to London they play um, the Jacksonville Jaguars now some guys are injured on Jacksonville defense now so now the defense looks suspect so I'm hoping that the Eagles can you know kind of capitalize on that 
and uh, maybe shut Jalen Ramsey up. So it'll be one of those, the next two weeks will be one of those things that you'll be able to see what the Eagles are really made of before the bye. Just like I saw on Twitter, I do agree that, you know, they can be five and three before the bye. That would be good. But if they end up just being four, four and four, I got questions, you know. Um, it seems like the, the first four games seem to be about bad coaching decisions, and yet some coaching decisions came in, you know, and worked for them. But I just feel like if they do lose any of these next two games, it'll be because of either coaching or the D-backs. I can't think of anything else other than, you know, if Carson fumbles again and a fat boy runs with the ball to the other end, which I hope doesn't happen. I hope Carson has a stellar game in England because I feel like internationally that would just be a good look on so many levels. And uh, hopefully they can also uh, capitalize on the idea that Carson does favor uh, Prince Harry and hopefully they can have a little bit of a, a joke with that while they're in town. Um, I definitely will have fun watching that even though I can't actually be there. So I'm hoping the media for that week will be, I don't know, actually eventful to actually see if Eagles game at nine something in the morning our time. But uh, yeah, so the next two weeks are definitely going to be a litmus test to see where this Eagles team's heads are and if they're still all on the same page or they just lucked out on the Thursday night. Because if they lucked out on the Thursday night, that's not a good feel, especially because our division is very winnable. The Redskins are scary. They play fast, but sometimes they can play themselves. So I'm praying that the Redskins that won today and beat Cam will be opposite uh, when they come time to play for the Eagles when they're off the bye. So although I wouldn't be shocked if they lost to the Redskins, if the Eagles lost to the Redskins in their place, but I, I don't expect them coming to Philly and beating us. So let's just hope that the Eagles can maintain the same attitude, whether home or away from this, from this point forward, because you know, I don't care about the stats about how much they were doing, how well they were doing at home. I want them to do well either or. <laughs> I just want them to look like a team that knows what they're doing. And that's what I miss about the team, that just the simple fundamentals, things be executed, just stupid mistakes, but hardly any penalties. The one thing about the Thursday night game was that most of the penalties weren't really on them. So I'd like to not see a flag happy game. Um, and I just hope that, you know, Cam just has a rough day. Because he can, he can implode too. He can turn into a OBJ, a OBJ in a minute if he's not getting his way. And sometimes Cam has a way of blowing the team, blowing the games himself. So I think that if Cam is responsible for the Eagle, for the the Eagles' defeat, it would only be on the Eagles. So I'm just praying that the Panthers don't come in here and wreck shop. I pray that the Eagles, if they do have a slow start, that they recoup and they own the fourth quarter. That's all I ask. So. I don't know, an early score for the Panthers game, just throwing it out there. I think it's going to be tight because both teams have a lot to uh, have a lot of, have a lot of ga- uh, ground to gain. So I do think it'll be like a 27-24 win. I, I, the Eagles haven't really broken 20-something points up until um, this past week. So I really... If it is a, a, a high-scoring game, I really think it'll go in the Eagles' favor. If Carson can see the field as good as he's looking, he's starting to see. So that means he'll throw more. But I also hope that um, Doug has more confidence in the run game as well, regardless. The rumor is that Sproles is supposed to be coming back. So we'll see how, how that does. Maybe he'll be a punt returner. Maybe he'll just play a couple first downs. I just hope that the mixing of... Um, 
backup personnel will help in any way if the Eagles start to lack in the beginning of that game. So, yeah, I think like a 27-24 victory or even like a 27-20 favor in the Eagles. Um, it's very hard to tell early with the Panthers because you don't know what team you're going to get. But Tory will be able to come back home and shout out to all his uh, old teammates. So it'll be kind of a homecoming, and then another part of us will be like, all right, so now we got to own Tory, Because if Tory burns <laughs> those D-backs, it's going to be very embarrassing. So, but either way, um, let's go birds. It's a very interesting weekend. Time will tell, because between now and, like, say, mid-November, we'll all know what teams we're going to still be talking about in January, and I pray that the Eagles are one of them. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend. Kick ass this week. And go birds. Thanks for listening. Take care.